0: Broad, 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 broad. Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most and to Radio Show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too.
1: Oh, yeah. Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee.
0: Buddy, and thank you all so much for tuning in to the Josie show. We have a special show for you all today because coming up in about, oh my goodness, like seven more days now, <laughs> the ninth Annual Josie Music Awards. So I'm so excited. Um, we're going to talk to three guests, three special guests who will be a part of the ninth Annual Josie Music Awards. So I'm going to talk to them about their appearance at the JMAs this year, along with also um, their projects, their current projects. So, uh, we have as guests today Deborah Allen, we have Cletus T. Judd, and Jimmy Wayne. Before I share these interviews with you, I really quick want to just go over what the ninth annual Joseph Music Awards consists of. So, like you see on TV, it's going to be award presentations and performances in between. We also, of course, have some special guest presenters. And some wonderful, wonderful surprises in the mix as well. So you never know who, what, (laughs) what may happen at the Josie Music Wars. It's always a surprise every year, um, which I think is kind of what adds to the uh, excitement for sure. Um, But I do want to mention all of our performers. So we have Deborah Allen, Jay Allen, Sarissa McQueen, Sammy Sadler, Travis Bolin, the Jess Zimmerman Band, Hastings, Audie, Lee Newton, and Leah Aduro-Corten, a.k.a. Lady Leah, with Nick Sy Hodges. And then when it comes to presenters, our special guest presenters, we have so many this year I'm so excited about. Um, so we have Mr. TalkBox, Cletus P. Judd, Dallas Wayne, Jimmy Wayne, Jimmy Bowen, Mary Sarah, Tim and Roxanne Atwood Sadler, and Leon Everett, and Clarence J. So I'm So excited about that! Um, We have so many incredible, incredible people coming in, joining us at the ninth annual Just Music Awards to add a little special sprinkle (laughs) into the show. Um, and then, of course, the Lifetime Career Achievement Award is going to Deborah Allen, so that's going to be a special moment. So I'm just so excited. And tickets are still available if you want to attend the live full production show at the Grand Ole Opry House on October 22nd. Tickets are available at JosieMusicAwards.com. If you go to um, Opry.com, we're on their website as well. If you go to their full calendar and scroll to October 22nd, you will see us, and you'll be able to purchase tickets there. Uh, just a little reminder, the blue dots, <laughs> you'll see the blue dots. um, Those our normal Opry House pricing. So looking forward to seeing everybody, seeing our JMA family. Of course, the award show is October 22nd. However, the JMA weekend actually starts on Friday, October 20th. October 20th is our second annual JMA Fest, and we're going to be at the Nashville Zoo, which is so thrilling. So we're going to have great performances around the zoo, along with our private JMA tent, vocal competition vendors, and so much more good stuff. You can go to com to see all the information there, along with the map of where our performers will be, all of our locations there in the Nashville Zoo. And then, of course, the next day will be our JMA pre-party gala, which is currently sold out. But if you do have tickets, you're in for a treat for our pre-party gala. We have five incredible performers, Carrie Brockwell, Macy Tabor, Sam Schmidt-Uber, Noah Hunton, and Nate Venturelli performing for our pre-party gala, um, and this going to be a great time to mingle around. There will be food, a cash bar, there will be raffle, giveaways, prizes, all sorts of fun things. Um, there and that's going to be October 21st, the day before the award show, the big event on October 22nd. And uh, just a reminder for the pre-party gala that is inside Studio A inside the Grand Ole Opry House. And then the next day for the award show is the main stage of the Grand Ole Opry House. Um, just to clear up any confusion of where everything is going to be. But uh, we're so excited, and tickets are still available for the award show. That's the only. Um, that's the only event. For our JMA Weekend, that tickets are still available at currently, so you can get tickets at com or com. All right, so back-to-back, back, I have these great interviews that I want to share with you, uh, so let's get started. Please welcome to the Josie Show for our Josie Music Awards special, Deborah Allen. Hello. See, hey, girl. I am so excited right now that it's getting closer and closer to showtime. It really is. It is just beating by the countdown is on, and we are so excited to have you. You are going to be performing. Um, let's first start with the performance. So I'm really excited about you performing because you're going to be performing "Baby I Lied" because we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of "Baby I Lied." That's just unbelievable to me. 40 years. Oh. It's hard to believe that. It's hard to believe that 40 years have gone by since the day we recorded and released that song. Uh, just, it was a, such a pivotal turning point in my entire life, and has just opened so many doors for me, uh, that song, and, you know, I'm just so thankful that my signature song wound up being one that I still truly love to sing every day and never have tired of it at all. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it's, it's one of those songs that when you hear it, when you hear it on the radio, you just feel just a great, you just feel like so much love for for just the song you know it it's such a signature staple everybody knows the song so it's just such a fabulous song we're so excited to hear you perform it live at the josie music awards but on top of that it was also recently announced to media and also on social networking sites So everybody already knows um we're going to present you with the lifetime career achievement award what was your reaction when you first found this out oh my gosh well first of all i was just thrilled to be invited to be on the show because i have seen how great you guys are with all the artists from all over the world and i've just seen it's just amazing what you all are doing with the awards show but so you really caught me by surprise because i was just like so thrilled to be on the show and then suddenly (laughs) you know i found out what you guys are doing for me and i was just like i was so floored i mean i was so happy i couldn't stand it but it was like i just got kind of quiet and i was like Oh, my gosh! I cannot believe that! I cannot believe they're doing this. What a wonderful gift! and thank you so much. What a beautiful way to recognize really, and remind me of how long and what a beautiful journey this has been in my life and a lot of it really started with baby Allied so it's so so wonderful to get to sing that song for everybody and I just can't thank y'all enough. It just it just Aww. touched my heart and just floored me. Yes. Well, this is going to be like a full circle moment, really, when, when you perform Baby I Lied as well. And it's just so amazing because, you know, our Lifetime Career Achievement Award is such a special award to those who made such great contributions to music. You have been at it for so long, and you have just such great music out there that everybody knows and loves. It was the right move. It really is. And so we're really excited. And, and you won't want to miss this, any, everyone. You're going to want to you're gonna wanna be there to see this special moment. And uh, we're just so excited about it. I'll So what's really cool about it is, you know, since announcing it, you know, so many great, you know, supporters for you have been coming out with great congratulations and support, and also uh, some artists who have said that they're, you know, you're, you're their inspiration, which is really cool to see all the love that you've been receiving. Yeah, Josie, the way y'all announced it online was amazing. That's what just floored me, and then. You know, I was just kind of watching it, and it was like I started getting a lot of congratulations from that I don't even know, but I love and appreciate so much and fans and also some super close friends who are amazing talents themselves and saying wonderful, nice things, you know. I mean, and it's very humbling to come from, to hear those kind of things from people that I love so much and that I've been inspired by too. It's just been yeah. really, really sweet. I just can't, it's really weird because I am a songwriter. You would think I would know exactly what to say, but it it makes you feel kind of <laughs> speechless. It, it quiets your soul and just makes you go, oh, my gosh, thank you, God. Thank you, Josie Award. Yeah. Thank you, you know, Tina Marie and Josie and just everyone who's commented and said a single word about it, and, and it's just a beautiful thing. Uh, it is a very unusual business. It's it's a very wonderful business, but it has it can have its disappointments along the way, but, you know, yeah. stay with your passion throughout the years no matter what comes at you. It, it creates who you are, turns you into who you are. But a moment like this, it just validates that. Hey, God, thank you for giving me the spirit to follow my path with you, and it's led me to such wonderful people like Josie and Tina Marie and everybody at the Josie Awards. It's just so, so sweet. Uh, Well, we're looking forward to it, and it is well-deserved, and we're so excited about it. If anyone wants to attend to see Deborah Allen perform um, and also receive the Lifetime Career Achievement Award, tickets are still available at Josiemusicawards.com and also Opry.com you can go to both websites and find tickets there. Um, but I also want to talk about um, a couple other little things I wanted uh, that I've seen. So a little birdie tells me. I did some research. I'm so good with research, let me tell you. Um, so <laughs> oh, I've seen, I, I seen that you are going to be doing like a little bit of a like a cameo in a movie coming November called Christmas at Keystone. I believe Marty Raybon is also doing a cameo in there. Can, can we talk about that? Yeah, we did that. I um, I love. Uh, first of all, Keystone Theater is not far from where we live, a couple of hours away, and. They have an amazing theater down there, and actually, uh I was the first show in that theater, and it's a beautiful theater called the Stone Theater. Our friend William Keelan built it and just did an incredible job, and my husband, Raymond Hicks, also helped come up with some great design ideas for it, so we've been friends with the theater, but then one day William called up and said, hey, there's going to be a movie shot here, and we would love for you to do a cameo and, you know, Marty Raven from Shenandoah is going to be in it, and it's going to be great. And I went, oh, my gosh, I would love to. So, yeah, and it's going to be a great Christmas movie. It really, truly is. It's just one more great thing that's going to be out there to celebrate the holidays with. I'm excited about it. Yes, absolutely. It is said um, on their IMDb that it's actually going to release November 23rd. So um, we're really excited oh. about that. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm glad. See, you always know more than that. do information advance. See, I didn't even know what the release date was, so it's November 23rd, right? Yes, yes. That's what it says here on their IMDb for the um, for the movie. So it says releasing November 23rd, 2023. We're really, really looking forward to it, and it has such a great cast. Corbin Bernstein, Bernstein is going to be in it, which is going to be exciting. Yes. Yeah. Make sure you check it out, y'all. I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing it as well. It sounds like it was a lot of fun filming. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun to film it. And also, since we're talking about movies, there's going to be another movie out that I was in a few years ago with Taylor Lynn. (laughs) That is Loretta's granddaughter. And I did wind up getting five songs on it. I sang on three of my songs, and then a couple of other people sang a couple of my songs but my music's not the only music in it it's chock full of great songs T- kayla has a great song you know just a lot of artists are on it and it's a great faith-based movie too and it's going to be i'm not sure what the air date is it but it's also going to be right. being shown at the franklin theater this holiday that is wonderful i cannot wait that is so cool ah oh, i love it well we'll definitely be checking it out and i hope everybody else oh, does, too. Oh, oh, um, hope these movies. oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to tell you this. Also, Dwayne Allen is in that movie as well. And oh, in really? that movie, I played du- the I played Dwayne's wife in that movie and you can see that online too it's it's been out for a little while but it's a it's something I look forward to every year too so there's two Christmas movies out and I'm really excited about the new one but I haven't gotten over the last one right oh my goodness I love that is that something that you're really into I mean would you love to if like someone came up to you and was like hey we have a movie or a tv show we would like to have you in is that something that you'd love to Yes, absolutely. I always have had fun on uh, movie sets and video sets. You know, there is a lot of waiting for, you know, your turn to do whatever you do. But uh, I just like it. It's it's a very creative atmosphere. And uh, to be honest with you, someday I really want to do a Western. I love it. You know, I mean, I think (laughs) it would be so much fun. I love old movies like I love uh, the Turner Classic movies, and I love the Western channels, you know, anything you can watch some old classic Western on, you know. And, of course, mm-hmm. Raymond and I fell in love while we were watching uh, Lonesome Dove while we were out on the road. That was that was the movie that kept us uh, company all the time when we were first out there promoting my song Rock Me out on the road, and we probably watched that thing a mm-hmm. thousand times. I love it. I can see you in a Western. I can see that. I would love it. I, yeah, I used to ride horses. I had a horse named Pepper. I used to ride <laughs> him in, uh, in the horse shows I would do. Well, he was really an American saddle horse, and he held his head real high and picked up his feet real tall, and it was very beautiful. But one night I thought I would try him out, um, the speed race. So I got him at the gate, and he was just kind of prancing in place. I could say, oh, gosh, he's excited. He acts like he knows what to do, and I just kind of barely leaned forward. And, I mean, he took off like a rocket, and he ran down there, and he did a real tight turn around that barrel and raced out. And I went, man, he acts like he's done this before, and he did so good. <laughs> so then the next thing you know, we were doing barrel racing and pole bending, and, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the real purists, they would kind of fuss at me and go, you're going to ruin that horse. And I said, we're having fun and he's good at both and he loves to run. So we just had fun. You know, that's part of my childhood. Got him when I was 11 year old for my birthday. And I have so many fun memories out at the Fraser Ranch in Memphis, Tennessee. It was so much fun. Oh, that is so much fun. I love that. You have many talents. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, maybe, maybe and somebody who's doing, a West, maybe someone who's doing a Western will call <laughs> us up. Maybe we'll both get to be in it, Josie. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. I, anytime I could work with you, let's just do it. I'm ready. <laughs> Let, let's definitely do it. Oh, my gosh. This, this is the beginning of a, a great, long friendship. Can't <laughs> wait to see you in person to give you a big hug. And your mom, too, Tina Marie. Yes, we can't wait. We are definitely going to give you a big hug. It's going to be so much fun spending time time with you, you know, on October. And um before we go, I do have a couple more questions for you. So, first off, is there anything else going on? Yes. Is there anything else going on musically that you are able to share? Um, Are you working on anything, writing with anyone for anything you could tell us? Gosh, there's so much going on. Actually, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of my buddies, Chapel Heart. They are so sweet. They're out on the road a lot. So I don't get to see them a lot, but they sent me the cutest video yesterday and we love you, we can't wait to get back with you. We wrote a song together that I think that they are probably going to be recording. They were just—they uh, were telling me how much they were reminded, how much they loved it. Um, uh-huh. they we're going to be putting some dates in the books here real soon. I'm writing with a couple of new artists too. I also have—I have plans to do a gospel album. I would like to do that, and also um, kind of have a vision for a new album with uh, doing some duets too. You know, I can't yeah. tell you any real details on it because they're just—it's just swirling around in my mind right now. But I'm right. still still really uh, digging into. To my current album my current album is called the art of dreaming is believing that uh led to me meeting a wonderful conductor who i think i may wind up doing some symphonic type shows with it's still a pop type mm-hmm. thing do your music but you get to do it with an orchestra so that's going to be neat but we're going to be doing a couple more videos mm-hmm. off of that album so i haven't stopped loving that one yet completely to let it go i mean oh. i can't wait for people to continue to hear that one Oh, and you might, I might as well throw in there if you do want to hear it or get it, definitely. DeborahAllen.com is a place you can go there and you can also connect with all my socials from there too. Yes, please do. It's such a great album. We absolutely love it here. It's just so much fun and we just love your voice. We just love everything about it, the production. And so everyone, please make sure you check it out. And I can't wait for any new projects that you have coming out. Just let us know and we would love to have you on the show to promote it. We would absolutely just love that. Uh, we're just so excited and, and I'm excited to hear about some music videos that might be you know coming out here soon from the album because i'm such a visual yeah. person i love music videos so i'm ready well thank you i'm ready too and i can't wait i probably won't dive into it until after the award show because i've got kind of some oh, yeah. things going on in between that too but after that I, I probably will be uh calling up my good friend mark nicolosi and saying okay we got to get busy <laughs> yes get busy <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, I cannot wait. For those who want to keep up with you, of course, make sure to go to the website. All of your socials, like you said, are linked there. So to keep in touch with Deborah Allen, make sure you do that and uh, see what projects come out of the woodworks. You're always working or thinking of something, which I love. Your brain is always working on something. <laughs> it's just wonderful. And you know what else, too? I feel like... And really, like, I have things that I know I'm working on and I know I'm planning mm-hmm. on doing. But it seems like when we all stay busy doing what we do, there will always yeah. be things that come up kind of out of the blue. Or you'll mm-hmm. something will co- come across your path or into your life that you didn't even plan on, you know, that it's right. so exciting. And just, you know, that that's what I do love about being in the music business and writing songs and just the arts in general is You make some wonderful friends and you just never know Mm -hmm. what's going to happen next. As long as you keep on keeping on. Exactly. That's a great way to end end this actually. Keep on keeping on.
2: (laughs) We love it.
0: We love it. We love you so much. Thank you so much for joining me here on our special. And we'll, we'll definitely have you back on here at the Josie show. Anytime you have anything you'd like to promote and we can't wait to hug you on October 22nd. I cannot wait. It's going to be a fabulous show. And, Listen, I know that you have some amazing talent that's going to be performing there that night from all over the world yeah. and a lot of other great awards going on, and I cannot wait to, to witness that and just soak it all in. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's going to be so much fun, and I'm so honored that you're going to be a part of it, and we'll see you real soon. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay, well, have a good day. <laughs> And I'm going to be counting oh, okay. the seconds till we're together. You got it. Me too. I'm telling you. Deborah Allen, everyone. When I told you I could walk away and forget about the love we made, I swear my heart, I was telling the truth that you died. When you think about Josie Show for our Josie Music Awards special. Cletus Judd. hello. Hey, good morning. How are you, sweetie? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. I've been looking forward to talking to you.
2: Well, thank you very much for having me on, and I'm looking forward to seeing y'all in a in a few weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yes, it's going to be so much fun. Um, I cannot wait. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a presenter. We're also going to have you do some fun stuff during red carpet time. Everyone is so excited to be able to get the opportunity to um, run into you and meet you and, and have a good time. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, uh, hopefully I won't mess it up too bad.
0: <laughs> no, you cannot mess it up. Don't worry. You got this. This is There's nothing to mess up. We're just going to have a good old time, that's for sure. And uh, we're at the Grand Ole Opry house, so it's going to be a wonderful, a wonderful time. I mean a beautiful so we're really looking forward to having you. So thank you, thank you, thank yeah.
2: you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's been a long time since uh I've been down to the Grand O'Lopery, so I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to it. It's uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. Can't wait.
0: Oh, us too. So first off, before we really dig in, um I need to know how the home improvement is going. <laughs> Oh, it's just
2: me. Uh, you know, it's just constantly. I think this is about the, I don't know, maybe the seventeenth or eighteenth house that I've remodeled in my off time, and I always say yeah. I'll never do another one until I go do another one and I sell that one. So, uh, it's uh, it's hard work, but uh, but I enjoy doing it. Yeah. I really do. It's it's creative and. Uh, Keeps me, uh, kind of keeps me busy when I ain't out on the road doing some shows.
0: Yes, definitely. I love how you make, you know, things that are super normal though so funny. Um, your videos are just always hilarious. We love, we love following you on Facebook, and I hope everyone does the same. Um, but something more on a serious note, and we absolutely love this video. It's for wounded like me, and you did this with a couple of friends, Don Koch and Dave Clark. I hope I'm saying those names right. Can you share a little bit about the inspiration behind this very real? song it's beautifully done
2: yeah you know uh i wrote that like like i said with don and dave and it, it was kind of <laughs> just uh my story along with millions of other stories you know as of uh as in the video you know i i kind of kicked my sobriety off uh september 11th of 2004 and celebrated <laughs> 19 years uh of being uh being clean at uh, this past september 11th and uh I just wanted to uh, to write something, you know, that was my story and somebody else's, you know, that no matter uh, how far down the, the rung of the ladder you are, how low you think you are, uh, there's always a place that will welcome the wounded. And uh, whether it be church, whether it's a ministry, whether it be counseling, somebody, uh, somebody, and thank goodness they'll welcome the wounded just like I am. I think to a certain degree we're all wounded. Some wounds are worse than others. Some can uh, right. be taken care of at home some can be taken care of at a hospital some are a little bit more entailed than that that's kind of where I fit in and a, and a lot of other ones fit in and we just did a, a quick video on it a few days ago and uh, my buddy Will Champlin from The Voice sang the sang the demo of the record that's on there and I think it uh it's got maybe 25 or 30,000 views just over the past couple of days yeah I was real proud of that one
0: yes it's so well written And and Will also has such a a beautiful voice. It's such a great song that can be relatable to so many different people. And congratulations on 19 years sobriety. That's so amazing.
2: (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that.
0: Oh, that's fabulous. And I hope everyone goes and checks out Wounded Like Me. It is on your Facebook page. For those who do not follow you yet, what is going on? They need to. Can you please give out your Facebook handle, if you could, for us?
2: Yeah, it's all uh, at Cletus T. Judd. You know, uh, it'll say fan page on there, and then I have a personal page as well. But you'll you'll see the video. I think it's pinned to the top or whatever. So, yeah, go on there yeah. and take a look and uh, and hit that like button, and hopefully it'll touch you as much as it did me for sure.
0: That is for sure. So please make sure you go and check it out. I have to say, because my husband is like, you better tell him. He is a huge fan of yours and has been for a very long time. He absolutely adores you. You're welcome. Um, But we, we did have the opportunity to both meet you at Brian Orr's party, which was wonderful. It was So wonderful to get the chance to meet you, and you are just one of the nicest guys. So I'm so so looking forward to seeing you again. That's for sure.
2: Well, my wife and kids probably wouldn't say that, but uh, you know, I I I try to be. You know, uh, I've always said, even during the right in the middle of the heights of the career, you know, I was never one to kind of want to hang out on the bus and hide from people. I like to get out there amongst the crowd, say hello, and. There's not a big mistake to clean the state, Judd, I can tell you, for sure.
0: Yes, (laughs) that is for sure. I love it, and that's what we love about you over the years. And, you know, one of the reasons that we wanted you to be a part of the Josie Music Awards is that you are an independent artist. You know what independent artists go through, but you've also seen both sides of the coin. So – I wanted to to know, you know, first off, what do you enjoy most about being an independent music artist, and also what are some of the difficulties that you have faced and, and ran across? That? Well,
2: I tell you, you know, I, I started my career out as an indie artist uh, way back mm-hmm. in the day with a company in New York called Razor & Tie. I was there for, for several years and then left there, and then I went to my first major, which was Sony, and mm-hmm. I was at Sony and Warner Brothers, Curb, and then I came. Back to uh, to some indies with Koch and uh, some uh, audium and some different places, and I can tell you, over the course of my career, I sold more records as an indie artist than I ever did as a major label artist. Uh wow. and, and I think not, not that that's a a knock on major labels, because Lord, I, I love being there, you know. And there's definitely pros right. and pros and cons to a major and an indie, but you know, uh, an indie you tend to have more creativity, you're you, you don't have as many people to answer to, so you can really go with your gut instinct. You know, you live and die by the sword, you know. Uh when you're an indie artist, you know, you're usually the captain and if the ship sinks, you're the one that sinks it. You know, when you're on yeah. a major you You tend to have, you know, some more powers that be that has a little bit more pull and a little bit more connections, which definitely doesn't hurt either. But at the end of the day, I was proud to, to, I'm proud to be an indie artist. I was proud to be a major label artist. I was just glad to be able to be a part of all of it because I would never knock the the majors, nor would I ever think it's, I think it's great to be an independent artist, you know, because you tend to have to be a little more creative and you, you have to, you know, resource it out. Differently than if you're on a major, you know, the funding is unlimited usually. Mm-hmm. As an indie, you know, you have to be more creative and you're a little bit more frugal with the money that's spent. Hey, listen, uh, whatever it takes to, to make you happy and to be successful, and, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily. You know, I don't really judge it by money made or record sold whether one's uh, successful or not. It's whether you're happy, if you're happy with your art, if you're uh, satisfied at the end of the day that you gave it all you had. And whether it sells one or a million, at the end of the day, you're the one that's got to lay in bed and live with it. And that's kind of where my feelings are on the independent and the major artists for sure.
0: Yes, well said And I think, you know, so many independent artists That are, you know, coming to the event Are going to be able to relate to you And and also find you very inspiring, you know Throughout your work and your career And that you just keep doing what you love You love this so much I could tell in you that you really do enjoy what you do And meeting the people, meeting fans Meeting everybody is just I see it puts a spark in you And that's what it's all about Yeah,
2: it does I have a gold record on my wall Mm -hmm. That I walk by daily, you know, on my way to do whatever I'm doing or whatever and, and I have a couple of gold records that songs that I've written for other artists and you know uh, yeah. when you look back at my sound scans which I don't even know if they still have sound scans or not but if you know that's where the when you would buy a record you know it would show up on a scan and tell you how many you sold and I think as of today was uh, a couple of million records sold and probably oh. 60 or 70% of those were done as an independent artist. Don't ever think that you can't put a gold record or a Platinum record on your wall, just because you don't have a Warner Brothers or a Mercury or a, a, a Sony behind you, you can do it, and you can be successful, and uh, you, you can make it as an indie artist for sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, you really can. You're definite testament to that. And and for those who want to check out more of your work, and also you know find you on social networking sites, also you have a website. Can you give out your website? Because I believe that's the best place that people can find your shows and everything, right?
2: Yeah, if uh. Peter Judd.com. You can jump on there and, you know, the shows are up there. They're updating it now. We just got a new guy that's doing it, and I'm getting ready to head to uh, North Carolina in a few weeks and then Jackson, Tennessee, and then following week, I'll be heading down to the Grand Ole Opry. So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody.
0: We cannot wait to see you. It's going to be so much fun, and, and thank you again for, for doing this with us, and we're just going to have a good old time there. If you want to check out Cletus P. Judd present with us, tickets are still available for the ninth Annual Joseph Museum you just have to go to JosieMusicWards.com or you can go to Opry.com on their site as well. I have some fun questions for you if you're ready. Yeah, hit me. Perfect. I love me some fun questions. Okay, so the first one is, so looking back at all the parody music videos that you've done in the past, which one stands out in your mind? Do you have like a favorite parody video that you have done? So you
2: can- uh, Probably my favorite that I've ever done, which I, I enjoy doing them all, but Every Light in the House is Blowing yes. was probably one of my favorites with Trey Sack. And <laughs> I, I really love doing that. That was probably my favorite favorite out of the 30 or more that I've done.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's still one that we play. Oh, for sure, yeah. We love every single video that you have done, and we play in quite a lot. Like I said, we are fans. So we're really, oh, thank we're you really very great. much. We think you're fabulous. And what has been a highlight in your career that you can recall, like a memorable moment that stands out in your mind?
2: Well, you're probably not going to like this answer, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to tell you because over the course of a career, I've been asked that. And, yeah. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but they're all highlights highlight because I never thought I'd get to do any of them. From Georgia, you know, that, you know, had some struggles early on and moved to Nashville and don't know hardly a soul and sleeps in a walk-in closet, and takes baths at the YMCA and then you wake up mm-hmm. one day on a tour bus with Brooks and Dunn and Toby Keith and Rascal Flatts and Keith Urban and, you know, so they're all highlights because you know, there's not just one pinnacle where I can say, oh, I got a gold record, oh, I got a platinum record, oh, I got this or I got to do that. every thing that I ever got to do was more than I ever thought I would ever get to do so therefore they're all highlights and I feel like my entire career, the ups and the downs, are all still highlights some low light, you know, it's a journey and it's a struggle and there's could I do it again? I don't know I don't know, I know I did it one time uh, yeah. I hope that that one time was enough, but I still want to do more and try to do more mm-hmm. and the people will dictate when it's time to go home, you know, when when you no longer right. think, you no longer feel you're relevant or that sort of thing But I, I hate to say it But there was not just one thing that I ever done That was a highlight because they all worked
0: Yes, that's a great answer actually Because you've had so many great moments You really have, that's a really good answer Another question that I have for you Because this is just, <laughs> this video and, and just you and Ginger Billy together Was probably a highlight <laughs> all in itself Oh yeah, that was, was, what was a like, lot of fun Yeah, I was like filming that video It was so good <laughs>
2: uh, You know, Ginger's been a friend of mine for a long time for the last four or five years, we've been good friends and we'd always tried to get something together, you know, to, to do together and never did have the right song. So uh, okay. I sat down and, and wrote this thing and got with Ginger and we pulled it off. It was a lot of fun. Bill White, another guy helped me write it and it, it was, uh, but working with Ginger is a lot of fun. He's a sweetheart of a guy and a dear friend mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Oh, definitely. He seems like it. And it seems like you two got along and great friends um, and it just shows yeah, through the absolutely. video. And I hope everyone goes and checks out all of the music that you have out and everything that you have to come. And please make sure to go to the website, everybody, CletusTJud.com. And also you're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You're on all the socials. Yep, you can go check them all out,
2: and uh, I appreciate it. And I can't wait to see you in a few weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: That's right. We can't wait to see you. It's going to be so much fun. And thank you so much for doing this interview with me. I truly appreciate your time.
2: Oh, it's my pleasure, and thank you so much, and
0: I'll uh, I'll see you in a few
2: weeks. Have a great week. Oh, you
0: got it. Yes, have a great week, and see you very soon. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, right. Josie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Memory light in the house is blown. I'd love to sell my place, but it
2: can't be shown. The just like where the Clampets live before they packed up and moved up Beverly Hills. Every light in the house is blown, no more green country.
0: Welcome to our Josie Music Awards special on the Josie Show, Jimmy Wayne. Hello. Hello,
1: Josie. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So I am so excited to talk to you because you will be with us for the ninth Annual Josie Music Awards this year on October 22nd at the Grand Opry House, and you will be one of our very special presenters. Um, So we are so thrilled that you'll be joining us. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the uh, show and um, just being there and being uh, amongst all the wonderful talent. Yes, it's Mm -hmm. going to be very exciting.
0: Yes, and I do have to say, the moment we announced that you were joining us, everybody got so excited. Everybody (laughs) just adores you and your music and also your books. People know you from different (laughs) facets of your life, which is really cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I do have to say, you're no stranger to the Grand Ole Opry show. You performed there over 200 times. Is that correct?
1: That's correct, and I'm glad you called it the Grand Ole Opry. Show, because that's what it is, yeah. and I always remind yeah. folks that the Grand Ole Opry is not a place, it is a show, and I played yeah. there on the show two hundred and twenty four times and Every single time was just uh, an amazing experience I filled in for, you know, legends like little Jimmy Dickens, Porter Wagner, when they couldn't make it or called in at the last minute, they would call me and I, I remember I used to have a pair of pants and a shirt already ironed and it would be hanging on a coat hanger and a clothes hanger. And then as soon as I'd get that call, they, they would say, can you be here in 25 minutes? And I'm like, yes. And I'd grab my uh, already freshly pressed clothes and my boots and my guitar and I'd run out the door and I'd get there and sometimes do something with my hair in in the Opry House bathroom, and I'd run out on stage.
0: When they call, (laughs) you answer. I think that's amazing. It's so great. You can actually see footage of a lot of your Grand Ole Opry shows and performances mm-hmm. on YouTube, which is really cool. So everyone could check those out. But you are just an incredible music artist. But, you know, not only that, you are an incredible person. You are a great voice in the change and support of children in foster care. And you actually lobbied to have the age change from 18 to 21 in California and Tennessee for foster care children. Can you share with us a little bit about your mission to raise awareness for children in foster care?
1: Well, uh, in 2000, 2010, I walked from Nashville, Tennessee, to Phoenix, Arizona to raise awareness for foster children who reach the age of 18 in the system and age out, become homeless, mm-hmm. sex trafficked, uh, imprisoned, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, some of these children end up dying. Uh, yeah. It's an easy fix. It saves the state money if they would just extend foster care to age 21 and offer these children, these young adults, uh, three additional years to transition into adulthood and become productive citizens. Now, this isn't a handout. It's a if you're going to school or if you have a job, we're going to meet you halfway. We're going to help you as long as you're helping yourself. So that was the goal. 23 states have extended foster care. Uh, We obviously still have uh, the other half to go. And my own home state, North Carolina, what a honor and a privilege and a blessing to be able to stand on the House and Senate floor and share my story of growing up in the foster care system in North Carolina. I ended up uh, migrating out and becoming homeless just to be able to go Mm -hmm. back, use my resources and experience, and stand there Mm -hmm. and look at these lawmakers and actually... Inspire them to pack, to you know create a bill and and the governor pass age was extended to twenty one talk about I mean to see a full circle yeah like that it's just amazing you know God has really <laughs> blessed me with so many amazing resources opportunities the people I I meet and continue to meet and just uh, the way I look at it is just what I'm supposed to be doing is using these resources to uh, help these kids just inspire people to get involved and help out a foster kid like I was helped.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I love that you use Mm -hmm. your voice and your variant to help other children out there. It is so important. I absolutely love what you do. I'm just in awe of everything that you do. And you also talk about, you know, helping foster kids, I mean, through books as well, which is great. You're an amazing author. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about Paper Angels first. So it's a selling book. um, And it also later became a film. Can Tell us a little bit about Paper Angels. Well,
1: it's a great story because Paper Angels was inspired by the Salvation Army Angel Tree program, and I was a recipient of that program back in 1982. That's a very important Mm -hmm. number. My sister and I both were, and my mom signed us up. They provided us food, clothes, and then I was a recipient again in 1987 when I had just gotten out of the foster care system in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. They provided me my first guitar and, through this wow. Angel Tree program. So when I got my record in 2001, my goal was the first song I wrote, I said, I want to write a song to give back to the Salvation Army for what they've done for me and my family, my mom, single parent, and my sister. So I co-wrote mm-hmm. a song called Paper Angels uh, with a songwriter named Don Sampson. He's an incredible songwriter, and I submitted the song to the record label it was turned down it was turned down three times and then yeah and then the head of promotion there scott bruschetta allowed me to go in the studio and of course you know there's a lot of talking and going on around the record label okay let this guy he's not going to quit asking us he just let him record it we don't even know what a paper angel is but he seems to re- really be passionate about this idea. Just let him record it. And I was told, we're going to let you record it, but it's never going to be on the radio, so don't ask. All right, so I went to the studio and recorded it. Well, it didn't make the album. And I went back to Scott and was like, what happened? He said, well, it needs a bridge. The song is, it kind of, it just, it kind of dies after the second verse. We need a bridge. And So I went back to Don and, Wrote the bridge, went back, and we went back in the studio. They allowed me to do this. Go back in the studio and play the song in the studio, and the musicians just kind of segued into that song
0: seamlessly.
1: You can't even hear where they attached a bridge onto the song. Anyway, song, Mm -hmm. makes it to the album, and then I did my radio tour. And then toward the end of that year, 2002, I think it was, radio station's started playing the song on their own. They didn't even get permission from the record label. Next thing you know, it becomes the most added, first week most added country Christmas song in history, which beats, now I'm saying this very humbly, I don't don't think it's better than, the only song that held that record was Dolly Parton's song, Hard Candy Christmas, in 1982. Yes. yeah, that was a, yeah, it was just a, I think of a, just a, a God wink, if you will. Like, hey, you were yeah. a Paper Angel recipient in 82, and here's your song. It, so anyway, um, the amazing. song it ended up becoming a book. Mm-hmm. Author named Travis Thrasher and I. Wrote Paper Angels during my walk halfway across America. And I got to give Travis 99% of the credit for writing Paper Angels. He was just the flagship author, if you will. He's the one who really just worked at it very, very, very hard. I was walking halfway across America. So he would call me and we'd talk over the phone about chapters and stuff like that. So we never (laughs) sat down at a table and actually wrote together. Well, after that, I have this book and then I went on LinkedIn. And I just contacted a director, a movie director, and I said, Hey, I have a book you need to make a movie out of. Now, what's the chances of that? Well, she (laughs) called me back or or sent me an email back about a month later and said, we're interested. And they made a movie in Vancouver, Canada. Called wow. Paper Angels, and it's been played every year since 2014 on inspirational networks and you know other networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that evolved into an opportunity to write uh, my book Walk to Beautiful with Ken Abraham. Now Ken Abraham is a, a master author; I mean, he's just incredible. After my mm-hmm. walk halfway across America, I, I started just writing my story down. and I had written the entire story down on an iPad. Had it all written out chronologically and when ken abraham and i met i just handed him everything that i had written and he went to work it, it was amazing how he could take seven pages of my notes and create a paragraph he never felt like he lost anything i mean he was just he, he's just an extraordinary writer that book ended up becoming a three-time new york times bestseller which evolved into the children's book that i wrote by myself
0: that's amazing
1: uh yeah it's just its it's a, it's a incredible little children's book it's fun it's inspirational educational it's for kids who are 8 to 13 years old but anybody can read it and learn from it it's um it tells the story of my walk halfway across america through the eyes of a little dog that i adopted on the walk her name is ruby so she tells she narrates the story so yeah that's what i've been doing
0: walk to beautiful is amazing and then of course ruby the foster dog it the children's book is just brilliantly written as well. Honestly, everyone needs to go and check out all of your books, and they can find it at your website, JimmyWayne.com. And when someone orders a book, are they able to get it signed as well from you at any point?
1: Well, I do speaking engagements all over the country. Some -hmm. of these uh, engagements are open to the public, so if anybody Mm -hmm. has a book and they want me to sign it, please come out to the shows. I, I do acoustic concerts and those are open to the public. And bring your Perfect. books, bring your old CDs, and I'll sign every one of
0: them. Yes, come on out to a show, y'all. That's what it's about. <laughs> show your show you for it stuff. Yes, and JimmyWayne.com is, of course, the one-stop shop, and you can find all of your shows there, everything that they need to know about you, which is lovely. And you, you do stay incredibly busy. Are you working on any new music or projects that you could share with us yet? What has been going on in your world? Well,
1: I'm working on a couple projects. I've been writing... A love album for 10 years I, it's just so hard to write love songs because it seems mm. like it's, it's been written and rewritten and rewritten and so i'm just i'm just really taking my time coming up with great melodies and you know just yeah. different ideas yeah i'd like to have an album that i can sing anywhere i have a lot of story songs and those songs go well at certain events but i want songs mm-hmm. that i can sing you know anywhere any venue and a love song you can take that
0: anywhere i love that i love that any music that you put out i know it's gonna do wonderful I do have to ask you a question because, you know, as you know, our award show is for independent music artists and, you know, a lot of independent music artists are probably going to be watch- listening to this interview. Um, So if you have any advice for independent artists out there who are trying to reach their own dreams and, but, you know, do it independently, is there any kind of like words of wisdom that you can you can share to them?
1: I heard someone tell me this. I don't know if it's true, but it sounds true. They said to me, don't worry about trying to be the biggest artist that's on current radio and have that massive fan base. Because at the end of the day, if they're signed to a record label, you know, there's so much overhead. There's so much There's so many people um, commissioning their earnings, so to speak. When they go do a gig, they might end up having to pay 85% of that to, you know, Uncle Sam, personal manager, business manager, touring manager, all of these people, and they end up with 15% of what they charged, and sometimes that's not even enough to fill up the bus with fuel. So if you can get 10,000, now that's a lot of people, but if you can get just 10,000 loyal fans, and you make sure you take care of them. This individual mm-hmm. told me they said you can tour and you can stay in music business the rest of your life. I love Just that. Just focus on Yeah, focus on that. Um there's artists out there that I know of that own their own music. They own their own mm-hmm. their own bus. They own their own everything and they bring home the, It comes down to this. I heard someone say, well, it's not about money. And I was like, well, it is when you're trying to pay your mortgage. (laughs) It's about that when you're trying to put food in your refrigerator. (laughs) So don't tell me it's not about making money to survive so that you can do what you love to do. And thank God for the fans out there because it's truly them who allow us to do this. You know, obviously God does, but the fans keep us in business. So we got to take care of the fans first. Always, always take care of the fans. Take time to sign stuff for them. Take time to take pictures. Never think you're too busy. If you think you're too busy, you're going out of business, I promise you. Because they will not Absolutely. forget that. And build that fan base and build your numbers on social media. That's extremely important. People who say, I don't do social media, is just that's just foolish. you got to build your numbers yes. because everyone's paying attention to your numbers.
0: It's so true. So it really rules. is. Yeah. And we and social media is out there now for a reason, right? It was so much tougher back then that's right. <laughs> to do it. so we where everybody, That's school. where
1: everybody is. Hey, yes, we can learn exactly. a lot. exactly. We can learn a lot from Taylor <laughs> Swift. And I was there on mm-hmm. the beginning of her career. We were signed mm-hmm. to the same record label, and I watched her. I watched how they built that career. And I can tell you, when she was – fourteen, she was the first artist in the, the Nashville and as far as I know in the music business that capitalized mm-hmm. on social media back when you had MySpace, remember that
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, platform? MySpace, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> she would
1: she, yeah, she would talk directly to her fans because, mm-hmm. you know, her fans and she she was fourteen or fifteen, she couldn't drive yet, so they, they couldn't drive and they're mm-hmm. at home and they could not believe for the first time an artist was talking to them directly. And, and to prove it, she'd say, oh, I love your boots that you wore to the radio station today when I was there doing my, you know, live person performance. And, and they were mm-hmm. like, that's really her. And then they'd tell all their friends. It was just amazing to watch how she capitalized on that social media platform and just absolutely blew everyone away. It was amazing.
0: Amazing. Yeah. You can learn. You could learn so much um, from artists like that, you know. Before we go, um, I have a few fun questions for you. Are you ready? Some quick, fun Sure. Question. All right, perfect. <laughs> so the first one being while performing, have you ever had any embarrassing on-stage moments to recall? Anything that happened that was definitely not planned? <laughs>
1: uh, well, it's probably inappropriate, but yes, I have had some <laughs> embarrassing moments. I realized that my my uh, my pants were not zipping, zipped up.
0: Gotcha. And that was embarrassing.
1: Yes. Yeah, I was like, the man, you to me. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, just stuff that, Definitely. you know, one time, uh, well, I'll skip it. No, I won't skip it. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gosh. Can't even believe I'm telling you this story. I asked the manager, yeah. I said, we're getting ready to go on stage, and we have like 20 minutes or whatever. And I'm like, man, i got to use the restroom. And he's like, it's mm-hmm. outside. The port of john is outside. And I'm like, okay. So I get off the bus. And I take a right turn. Um, I never looked mm-hmm. to my left. I t- just took a right turn and darted for the bathroom. When I came out yeah. of that bathroom, it, the door opened on that Porta john and it was facing the
0: audience. You're kidding. Uh,
1: and they all cheered.
0: They did not. <laughs> I no.
1: was so embarrassed, man. I dropped my head. I was like, why didn't you tell me that port was facing the audience?
0: Audience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Come my on, man. goodness. God, you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they got me there, oh, man. That was embarrassing. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's, seconds later, it's I funny now. stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find it funny they started cheering, though. Um, oh, oh, my goodness. Well, God. what a great support. <laughs> that's yeah. hilarious. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. The next fun question that I have for you, um, is there a venue or, or a place anywhere around the world that you'd love to perform that you haven't yet?
1: Hmm. That is really <laughs> tough one. Um, like I've been hearing about these venues that are in caves. Those yes, that would be, cool. do that would be really One of those cool. venues that's in the cave, yeah. Performed, you know, tons of places, but there is really truly nothing like playing those small, intimate settings.
0: Absolutely, great answer. And then the last question that I have for you is probably the craziest one you've ever gotten, but it's all good. <laughs> so, if you could be, <laughs> if you could be any animal in the wild or not, um, what animal do you think best personality-wise suits you? What is Jimmy Wayne? Oh, do you mm. feel?
1: You know, I love dogs, and I think I just uh, they're they're personality, I, I try to think that maybe my personality is, is much like a dog that I just mm-hmm. try to, I don't know, I just, no matter what somebody does to me, I always seem to f- kind of forgive them easily okay. and, yeah, yeah, just forgive and just, yeah, and, and growing up in the foster care system, there was a lot of times I had to forgive, you know, and, and I'm glad I did mm-hmm. because, you know, when you forgive somebody, it's not, you're not really releasing all that off your shoulders and it's really for you and it really makes <laughs> you feel better when you do that
0: that's a great answer it really is and we learn a lot from dogs we really can on mm-hmm. forgiveness and mm-hmm. and loyalty and all of that for sure and and I, I i want to thank you so so much for joining me and i can't wait to see you october 22nd <laughs> looking forward oh, to it well
1: thank you well thank you very um, much for the invitation you. and i look forward mm-hmm. to presenting and and i just wish everyone uh that's coming to the event, that's up for any kind of nominations and everything, Is good Mm -hmm. luck. And remember that, you know, when you get an award, it's, um, I believe this, that when you get any kind of award, uh, especially if you get an award for helping people, I've always been Mm kind of, ah, you know, I don't need an award for helping kids because we're supposed to do that. But if you get an award for helping someone, you know, accept that award, but use that award to yeah, raise awareness and help somebody else. I mean, just don't think you did it all by yourself. Just use it and say, man, I got this award, but this award is for you and to help you. And to-. that's what that's for.
0: Well said. Absolutely. Absolutely. Timmy Wayne, everyone. Yeah.
1: The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.